Summer driving is here, and so are the red-hot deals on the best tire brands at Dobbs. Money-saver June deals on new sets of Goodyear, Cooper, Continental, Michelin, and Pirelli tires. Click on GoToDobbs.com to find your next set of tires today. Before history is written, it's played. Before it's frozen in time, it's fought one shift at a time. Before it's etched in silver, it's carved in ice. What happens next will last forever. The Stanley Cup Final on ABC and ESPN Plus begins Saturday. Getting you inside the cars. Inside corner, and he struck him out. That's strikeout number 1,000 at Bush Stadium for Adam Wainwright. It's Redbirds pitcher Adam Wainwright on 101 ESPN. Third time through the lineup, he strikes out seven, and he strikes out the side in the seventh inning. Presented by Chick-fil-A. Earn points on your next mobile order with the Chick-fil-A app. Michelle Smallman, Randy Carricker, and we head to Miami where Adam Wainwright got the win for the Cardinals last night against the Marlins. And it's Wednesdays with Wayno. Adam, good morning. How you doing? I'm doing great. How are y'all doing? Everything's outstanding here in St. Louis. And congratulations on the victory. And especially coming off of your start in Milwaukee, I know that you hate to have back-to-back starts where you don't get a win, and that's the most important thing for you. Going into a game last night, what what is your general objective? Well, the, the, the objective last night was just to get back to what I do. And Mad Dog always reminds me what I do. That's a, I'm just a professional pitch maker. And so what, what burned me in uh, Milwaukee was that, you know, especially with two outs, I got a little loose and didn't make pitches on the edges where I usually pitch. And, uh, and that's, you know, pretty – pretty out of the norm for me to, to throw balls in the middle of the plate. And last, and last night I did a better job, not still not the best, but a better job of, of making pitches on the edges. And when you're throwing, when you're locating pitches and changing speeds on the edges of the plate, it's very hard to get base hits. It's very hard to drive the ball and hit extra base hits, especially. And so usually that's where you get, you get beat is with extra base hits with home runs and doubles. And, uh, and they just don't hit those Randy on balls that are located you know, and so I just had to get back to, to locating the ball, throwing better quality pitches, because big league hitters will make you pay if you don't. Adam, we saw the Gold Glove Cardinal defense, the best defense in baseball, on display last night in the bottom of the first. Let's take a listen to this play from Nolan Arenado and Paul Goldschmidt. With two outs, and Garcia pulls it left side, backhanded. Arenado throws the stretch. Oh, they got him! Gold Glovers on both from foul territory Arenado and the stretch by Goldie an unbelievable play from two of your teammates last night Adam take us through that play from your vantage point what were you thinking in that moment and how difficult is something like that to execute uh, I'll be honest what I was thinking was this is going to be cool as soon as, <laughs> as, soon as I saw you know, he was going to be able to get to that ball I mean there's very few balls that are hit down lines that are that the our guys are not going to get to. I mean, they just they have great range. They play in the right spots, and you know if I make the pitch I'm trying to make, usually they hit it where those guys are. And and it's hard to defend. Jimmy Edmonds used to say it all the time. It's hard to defend the ball down the middle, but we know where to play if you can locate the ball. And so, um, thinking Arenado, man, he catches that ball, and then you know he he's 
he's the world's biggest traveler. He uh, he's going to take more than four or five steps when he before he throws the ball. Sometimes you're like, where is he going? But but you you know now it just it works and that's how he does it and that's it makes like style points go way up when he does that. But I'll tell you what I thought was the most impressive part of that whole play. Yeah, Nolan. I mean, to make that throw from the other dugout was crazy, right? But the most important thing, the most impressive thing to me on that whole play was Goldie catching that ball in full extension, keeping his toes on the on the bag, um, because you know it's it's a great play by Nolan. He throws it a long ways all the way across the infield. But if you, if Goldie doesn't go, you know, completely parallel to the ground right there and keep his just the tip of his toe on the bag then that's not that play's not made so i was just i was laughing my head off at watching these two studs just (laughs) perform their crafts because it's just so amazing to watch day in and day out adam you played with scott Rowland behind you you're playing now with nolan arenado behind you is there a way to compare and contrast those two defensively I was trying to do that with Yachty the other day on the bench. It was just, you know, no one had made a play in Milwaukee, and, and it was like a one-hop, 105-mile-an-hour liner that he just kind of ate, and it looked like it was just, you know, it, it was hit 80 instead of 105, and he just made it look so easy. And I just said, man, is, is he better than Scott? I mean, like, you know, he just he keeps doing things that that, that make me uh, kind of in awe. And and we both agreed that um, we wouldn't make that comparison. I mean, it's just really impossible to compare people from different eras. They both they both have a, a, an unbelievable way of throwing the ball chest high every time across the diamond, uh, and a perfect throw from all kinds of different angles and different. You know, they both go left and right really well, which is which is rare, by the way. Sometimes, like people can go to their left real good, and and, and they're just kind of okay going the right or opposite. But both of those guys go uh, both ways so good, and both of them had such an accurate throwing arm. I mean, it's hard to I, – I would, I would hear it from one of them if I said one of them was better than the other. I mean, I think I have an answer, but I, I, I just don't want to get into it. Yeah, Smart man. Enough. Smart man, Adam. Well, speaking of Yachty or Molina, last night, 307 starts for you and Yachty. You're now in sole possession of third place, third time in Major League Baseball history as a battery. And I know you guys are going for the overall record, but what does it mean for you to be in sole possession of third place with 307 starts with Yachty? Well, it's really a crazy number. I mean, you know, I, I kind of look at him and go, hey, you know, if you hadn't missed some time, we'd be way ahead of that. He looks at me and goes, oh, really? You're going to say that to me? Like, uh, but we have fun with it. We, we have fun together in a lot of in pretty much everything we do. But uh, it's just it's a it's a real blessing to me to play catch with Yachty for this long. Um, and that's a record that, you know, quite honestly, will probably never get broken so it's a really neat thing but right now we're just going for 308 you know we uh we're going one at a time and and we'll just let it sneak us sneak up on us when we get there you know what i think is cool adam is there have been 22,609 players that have played in the major leagues of all of the billions of men in the world in the last 150 years 22,609 have played major league baseball a lot fewer than that have been pitchers and catchers and to see Wainwright and Molina and then only four names above Wainwright and Molina it's Spahn and Crandall Lolich and Freehand that in and of itself to me is really a cool perspective 
It is, but you know, more than I'll, I'll tell you, maybe not more, but but probably more than the battery record is the winning record. Um, the most wins of any battery, we're coming up on them. And Spawn and and who was it? Spawn, Spawn and Crandall. Spawn and Spawn and Crandall, right? Yeah, that they're. They're at 202 wins as a battery. We have 201 wins as a battery. And uh, we're about to pass that. I mean, you know, that hopefully hopefully we pass it by a lot. But that's the most important stat in the game, no matter what anybody says, is wins and losses. I mean, you know, you could have a great war and you can have a great um, uh, on-base plus slugging and you can have a great ERA and you don't win. doesn't doesn't really matter, does it? So... Um, as a team sport, the most important thing you can do is win the game, and and uh, and that's what Yadi and I last night we looked at each other and said we got you know one more to tie the all time record. That's pretty neat, you know. So that's that's the kind of what we're closing in on ourselves. Adam, you're always a happy and positive guy. I know you really love your craft. You love playing baseball. But I can't help but notice how much you and all of your teammates are smiling this year. Every time I see a shot of you in the dugout with your teammates, you just seem to have this ease about you. You're really enjoying yourself. With with Yachty there, Albert Pujols back in the mix, so many great teammates. How much fun are you having right now? Well, maybe too much fun because <laughs> – uh... Because I'm in the dugout last night, or I'm on the on the field last night, and and uh, I said this to the press last night because I and I feel like it's a pretty good line, so I'm gonna give it to y'all too. But one thing that I realized, uh, I made kind of a you know went kind of a long ways to field a ground ball to my to the first base side last night, and and just carried it on out and touched first and got the out. And and uh, one thing I realized is you know when you're getting old is when everybody on the field tries to give you extra time to recover from something, you know. <laughs> I got done making that play and touch first, and I'm thinking, oh, that was pretty cool. You know, it's one of the longer ones I've I've had in a while to go and reach a ball or a ball, and and, uh, and as I'm on my way back to the the mound, I'll you know, behind mighty Goldie in the background goes, hey, take your time, make sure you take your time, don't rush it, don't rush it, take your time. And I'm like, all right, just relax. So I'm good. I'm in good shape. And then I get to the mound, and Nolan Arenado is there. And he uh, he's bending down, acting like he needs the rosin, trying to get me extra time. And and he doesn't say, you know, take your time because he's obviously trying to make me take more time. And then you know, and I'm like, all right, get the heck out of here, you know. And, and then finally, I get up on the mound and I'm about to, you know, get all serious again and locked in. And then and Yadi, <laughs> he stands up like he's going to come out and talk to me. I'm like, look, man, geez, two outs, nobody on. What we what we got going here, bud? And and then. Uh, he goes over and picks up the invisible piece of dirt that's like in the other left hand on the edge of the left-handed batter's box. And I'm like, what in the world? And I just start laughing. I'm like, God, these guys think I'm grandpa, man. And, <laughs> and, uh, and I start literally laughing on the mound. I mean, I was laughing on the mound. And, uh, and the next guy hits a home run. So maybe I need to have a little less fun, you know, while I'm in there. But these guys make me laugh every day. They're, they're, when you when you like people, you know, when you generally have, like being around people and generally like care for people and you generally want to see people succeed, you have a lot more fun with people like that. That's what it's all about. It's it's all about having a good time. Adam, last year we talked a lot as you would travel the country about your uh, your golf trips. You'd find a good golf course to play while the team was on the road. You played with Matt Carpenter last year. I know you told Matthew that you played on Monday down in Florida. What course did you hit? And who's your new golfing buddy with Carpenter not here? <laughs> 
we played uh, a course called Crandon Dunes. Um, was a used to host a couple of PGA events back in the day. Um, they let it go a little bit, but it is still such a cool uh, layout. It's, it's uh, on Keepus Game public course. You can go and play it if you're down here. And, and they can make it really, really nice. But the greens were rolling great. We had a great time. We had 12 got well. We had one guy back out. I won't say his name because Jordan Hicks would get mad at me. But <laughs> we had one guy back out. Uh, so we only had 11 of our 12. But um, but uh, we had a great group. And, and, you know, off days are special like that, you know. And then we had an incredible dinner uh, after that all together as a, an entire team. So, um, it, it, we, you know, we, this team has done a lot of bonding together in, in a short amount of time already because of what we said earlier we we generally like being around each other you know which is uh which is a which is a thing that is not always uh true of, of big league teams but always true of the ones that win that's awesome adam one more thing for me i was listening to a podcast recently jake arietta was on the part of my take podcast and they asked him who his favorite pitcher in today's game was to watch and i wrote that down because i would love to know your answer who out of your peers do you really love to watch pitch i mean there's obvious answers where you like i mean i love watching max scherzer pitch i love watching kershaw pitch and verlander pitch those are my three you know probably favorite like old dogs to watch pitch but if I was going to pick, there's two other guys. There's two guys that I just love watching pitch. One of them I'm going to get to watch the pitch tonight against us, unfortunately, Sandy Alcantara. I think he's just so fun to watch. The guy's throwing 99, 100-mile-an-hour sinkers that move a foot with a gross changeup and a really good slider. I mean, he's just come so far as a pitcher, but I love watching him pitch. I'm, I'm one of his biggest fans. And the other one is Brandon Woodruff, who uh, who beat me in Milwaukee the other day. And uh, I saw him the next day, and he goes, hey, man, can I send a jersey over to sign? And I was like, yeah, but I'm going to write something mean on it because, <laughs> you know, you, you beat me. But uh, those two guys, I really like pitching because they're, they're hard throwers, which is something I've always coveted, something I wish I could do. But they're still out there pitching. You know, that's the that's the thing that I really like watching. When Woodruff's out there, he's throwing, you know, he's throwing ninety five to ninety seven, ninety eight miles an hour with with movement. Now he's thinking it and he's four seaming it, but he's got a really good changeup and breaking balls that he works in there and he's out there pitching, which I appreciate. You know, I just don't like watching throwers. I want to watch pitchers and those guys are doing it. Adam Wainwright and Big League Impact announced this week that they will have their second trivia night. It's going to be Friday, June 3rd, and it's going to be in downtown St. Louis. And, Adam, it's going to be so cool. People can sign up by May 3rd by going to Big League Impact. But you do trivia nights right. We do, and we had a we had a pretty good trivia night during the, the COVID time, too. But it's going to be good, real good to, to see people's faces and um, we have some some cardinals, some cardinals trivia. We have some some other kinds of trivia. But you know, the main thing is getting interacting people, um, just making sure that people know that we care about them, and making sure that that there's not somebody out there that people know about that we can help. You know, and and uh, they're not trivia night. We're going to have a great time. We're going to raise a lot of good money for people in need. But we're going to have we're going to have uh, a blast answering some some Cardinals questions, some world questions. Uh, we had our, our teammates a couple years ago. They they did well on the uh, on the baseball questions, not so well on the other questions. So 
um, we're going to have a good time. Yeah, I I'm the same way. I could do I can do baseball. I can do sports. But if you give me history or geography, Adam, I have no chance. Yeah, and that's I mean you know that's uh, the the baseball. Well, I mean you're a much more uh, wise in the world person than we are. Right? I'm older. I mean, yeah, I am. <laughs> you're you're older, but you're but you're you know you you, you got more know how than than most baseball players are. We're so locked in on this bubble that we live in you know that's it's uh it's hard to know about much else sometimes when you're training and, and just working on because we play the thing that we do is hard you know so you got to spend a lot of time trying to hone your craft but um you know maybe we ought to watch jeopardy a few more times too <laughs> not a bad call hey go get him tonight congratulations on last night again june 3rd over at patios the night of june 3rd and michelle and i and brad thompson are all going to be there we're looking forward to it and people can learn more by going to bigleagueimpact.org enjoy the rest of your trip adam and we will talk to you next week all right thanks see y'all at patios you bet thank you that is the great adam wainwright on 101 espn he's remarkable isn't he the best <laughs> how about this is going to be so cool. <laughs> I know. But it, it has to be such a great feeling for a pitcher to have that much confidence in the guys mm-hmm. behind you. And know that no matter what ball is hit or where it goes, that they have a shot at it. Makes all the difference in the world. Hi, this is Chris Howard, host of Plugged In with Chris Howard. The college football playoff committee made their decision on Sunday, and as much as I loathe the idea of Ohio State losing their way into the college football playoff, I 100% agree with OSU making it in over Bama. Nick Saban citing some hypothetical point spreads to prove his point that the tie deserve a spot in the college football playoffs holds little substance when you consider Bama's best win is over Texas. No, the committee got it right. TCU had a great season with far more ranked wins than Bama and didn't deserve to lose their spot after playing a surging Kansas State in a championship game. And Ohio State, while not playing some of their best ball later in the season, was still 12-0 until they came face-to-face with my Wolverines. While the college football playoff system isn't nowhere near as good as it could be, it's better than what we had. And in a few years, it will be better for all of college football. Hi, this is Chris Howard, host of Plugged In with Chris Howard. Get the latest odds and trends for every professional and amateur league out there. From football to basketball to soccer and esports, we've got it all at BetOnline.net. And if you love sports podcasts, you can find those at BetOnline as well. And don't forget, BetOnline for the NHL, MMA, boxing, and golf. Head to the website today or use your mobile device to learn more. BetOnline, where the game starts. Want more ways to show your good side to the world? Donate plasma at a Griffles Center and join thousands of donors who are helping to save lives. Receive up to $1,000 your first month. Learn more at grifflesplasma.com. This is the story of the one. As head of maintenance at a concert hall, he knows the show must always go on. That's why he works behind the scenes, ensuring every light is working, the HVAC is humming, and his facility shines. With Granger's supplies and solutions for every challenge he faces, plus 24-7 customer support, his venue never misses a beat. Call quickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done.